All right, guys, big episode of the Nordies Podcast. We finally get a Game of Thrones House of the Dragon trailer. We talk Dune Part 2, we rave about Fargo, and we break down Gremlins. Here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. How's it going? Oh, excellently. And uh, you, my brother? Hey, I am doing great. Uh, I had a really good time on our sports cast. I feel like every time we say that there's not a lot to cover in the world of sports, we mm. find so many interesting things to cover. <laughs> we find it and we, you know, we create the content. We do. I had a great time. With I you. did too. It was a really good episode to so go check that out. Lots to talk about the in-season tournament, the Wolves, the Vikings, and more. So, Go check all of that out until uh, until next time. You know, uh, this is the only place to hear anything about Minnesota sports. And I think you said it best a, a few minutes ago. You said um, people, some people leave the state of Minnesota and they need to get their their sports fix. And they just happen to get it from the Nordies podcast. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to people that have moved to places like Seattle. Somebody hit me up, said, hey, I moved to Seattle, but I really, you know, I, I tune in because it keeps me connected to all the fun things going on there. And so if that happened to you, if you if you left Minnesota, I'm sorry that you made that decision or something happened to you to force it. Uh, but we're here for you. Yeah, and we appreciate we you. All right. So uh, because we're here for you, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from. Get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Uh, what are we drinking here, Jim? Dude, we're drinking a classic, man. This is Toppling Goliath. Best thing to come out of Iowa since ever. Yep. And this is Cage's Castles. Uh, just a big old double IPA. Absolutely delicious. Tons of flavor. This hazy motherfucker. You know the deal. You know how it is. I do. It's good. I like this beer. <laughs> okay. I was trying to hype it up, and you you were just, I didn't think you liked it. No, I, I do. I like this beer. I All think right, it's good. really good. So excited about it. it. Yeah, me too. All right, uh, so here we go. Lots to talk about. I think the thing we have to talk about first is a Game of Thrones House of the Dragon trailer. Ooh, it's coming. Remember when it felt like it was an eternity, and now it's like it's kind of still far away. Yeah, it's coming out summer 2024, though, so yep. that feels like doable. And I, I, I do think that summer is a good time for Thrones. I think like when we had House of the Dragon last time in the summer, that was really fun. Mm-hmm. I liked that quite a bit. It's a bit of a sports dry spell. So then we get the screencast just popping. So this is a story that I don't really know any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't read any of these George Martin books, but right. I definitely don't know this story. And I'm excited for more. I mean, yeah. I know where the end game is of it, but I don't know how they get there. Well, I keep we don't hearing, really know. I hear people mentioning no. um, blood and cheese. Blood and cheese seems to be popular. Like the Thrones, I had to Google it. Yeah, um, the Thrones nerds are excited about it. Yeah, and dude, I I mean, I read the the regular books. I just didn't read this. Like, you know, essentially George Martin instead of writing the books we all wanted. Yeah, he decided to do a bunch of other shit. Including one of them was write this long history of the Targaryen family. And so that's where they're pulling this from. And I did not read that. So I don't know what this is. And I don't know. I want to be surprised. I don't want to go read the books or the book. I would rather just experience the show. So, um, yeah, I mean, if there was little like, you know, Easter eggs in there, I didn't get them. I just got hyped. And that's good because even if I did, would you want to know? No, I wouldn't yeah. want to know. I don't want to know. I, I think like... I didn't read the Thrones books. I've read other series books before I watched the movies and I I like not knowing. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to have these answers. And so this is a show I think that at its worst it's great. Mm-hmm. I do. I, yeah. I think that all of the Thrones at its worst is a really good show. The complaints that people had was that when it's not at its best, it's not the best show on TV. But this is Filming-wise, acting-wise, everything about it is top, top, top level. And I thought that the first season of House of Dragon was really cool. Really good. I, really I loved good. it. It was super fun. Um, I don't know. I'm ex- I, I can't wait. And this this got me really hyped. This, but yeah. I will say that I don't remember a lot that happened. <laughs> I was you, watching you it and will. I was like I was <laughs> like, like I think I need to rewatch it is what I thought to myself. So <laughs> I did really like it. Well but it's I, been forever and it's gonna be yeah. even longer. 
Uh, but yeah, you know, you'll remember. I it. think I need a we'll spring binge of season one to kind of figure out. The only the only thing I will say, season one, too many um scary birthing seasons. See, like oh yeah, like the violence of of the birthing bed was a little much. Birth stuff was too like, much. Like, like the mangled baby that came out that was all fucked up looking and nah. shit. You ever see like you know behind the scenes they took a picture of that like prosthetic doll of the baby. Did you ever see that? No. Okay, you don't want to. It was horrific. Like, the director had to be like, oh, wow, you guys really understood the assignment here. I'm going to show, like, half a second of, like, one tiny part of this doll. Uh, They go hard, and I like that. Yeah, and, I mean, I think the hardest thing is, is, like, as people get better at movies and TV, they don't want to give too much away with the trailers. Mm -hmm. And so then I think sometimes we get ourselves overly hyped about things we saw in the trailer when in reality, they might not be a big deal. So like that, yeah, that crab dude was not important. Yeah, I know. Right. Like I was like, Oh man, this crab guy, he's going to be super cool. cool and scary. And then like Damon like made short work of him. Yeah. He wasn't an issue. And so. that guy was dope, though. But you're right. Like, we're like, are they introducing the villain? Look at this guy. You know, wasn't that that big a deal? So they, they pick and choose. And I do always love, like, you've watched these trailers. You're so hyped. The first episode comes on, and you're like, oh, hell yeah. All that shit was, like, from this episode, which means you don't know what's coming after that. That's the, And so this is another thing. Where it's like, I'm, I'm ready for the show. I don't really need to watch these. I shouldn't. I shouldn't watch them. I don't need to watch any of it at all. I mean, I guess it's like good to remember that it's coming back, but yeah. I don't need any of it. You're just ready. Yeah, and I'm I've been worried about Max. Like I know Max is trying to go the discovery route and like Ugh. I just need to know if they're going to just keep making amazing Thrones content. Okay. Okay. Um <clears throat> here's one that you got to throw onto my Rex that I forgot about, okay? Okay. So, um ask me about Bookie later. Bookie? With uh, what's that Sebastian guy? The the, you know that comedian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh no, you I, know, I don't he's, know. Uh, Sebastian. He's like a battalion guy. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. The I know comedian. Him. Yeah, I know. Him. Anyways, ask me later. Okay, bookie, bookie, new show. Okay, all right. Uh, next up, guys, Dune Part Two. We got more from that. I don't. This is what I actually don't need to see. Yeah, really. I don't need. If they just, I think the trailer should just be like a cool word of that says Dune Part Two, and then <laughs> there, and then it just like has the, like the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so thankful that you went for it and not me. <laughs> I was about to do it, and I was too nervous. I was like, no, this is going to be bad. And then you went for it, so thank you. <laughs> yes, that's what I yeah. want. That's all I need. Yeah, I need that noise. They could give me 10 seconds Hit of it. me that, and then the drums. Come in. Uh, yeah. I, I don't do need that. to see a person. Like, a Dune Part 2, I am so Show me just one literal locked. sand dune with that sound, and I'm ready. Yeah. And they moved that all around, and we're finally going to get that. So that's that's good news, too. So when I, when I think about it, like, to me, maybe maybe it's just us. Maybe no one else feels this way. But, like, to me, Dune feels like the biggest movie on the horizon right now. If Yes, I agree. I and mean, just so, look at the stars in it. It's yeah, crazy. This now. is huge. So to me, it really makes me ask the question, like, where do you... Um, Zendaya and uh, Chalamet mm-hmm. kind of rank in like the biggest stars at, of the moment. I mean, as far as <coughs> as young people, I, I mean, I would say just top one in one for male and female of all know. stars right now. Yeah, like I if think they're so. in something, like is anyone bigger? They could have cast a ton of different like young actors. Is Zendaya bigger than Emma Stone right now? Absolutely. Is yeah. Zendaya bigger than? <sighs> I don't know. I know, right? Like I don't even know who to say. Yeah. Um, how about is Chalamet bigger than Leonardo DiCaprio right now? Um, I think so. Yeah. I mean, what's gonna do a way bigger box office? Dune two or Flowers of the Shadow? Or you know, but, but I mean, like if say and... say DiCaprio does a big blockbuster and Chalamet like he does, does a new Nolan movie or something. Yeah. Like, where wh- it's like... who's who's a bigger draw today? It's I mean, probably pretty close, even though we're even discussing it. I think it's it's Chalamet at this oh. point. I mean, he's just got the broader appeal. Don't like, we need a kids Chalamet? Don't care. Dude, you think 14, 15-year-old kids care about Leonardo DiCaprio? We they need a, We need a Chalamet we're, Nolan movie. We're like between two. Oh, yeah, I know, right? We do. We may get it. We at deserve that. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, we're kind of between two generations a little bit with the young people coming up. You know, they they picked Chalamet out of all these actors that could have yeah. done Wonka, and he's just that just shows. I think he's just the hot ticket. Yeah, I mean, who won the the um, Chalamet and Holland? Holland. <laughs> Uh, the first round knockout. Oh, who knew? I mean, I would have had all my money on Holland. Holland, Holland is only Spider-Man now. Holland is in Harry Potter territory. Oh, dude, he's Daniel Radcliffe. He's Daniel Edge. Radcliffe. I think he's, he's on the Daniel at. I think he's going to be doing like weird USA shows, like not too Ooh, long. No, he can't do anything else. I know. Like if I were him, I would be like, "Do you need another Spider-Man movie, Disney?" Yeah. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you think that this should Disney... we just do like two a year then? What do you think? Like, should the what do you think if Spider-Man was just in Echo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too big. Too big. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah, like I just I I yeah. So I'm I'm the most pumped about that. I'm I don't even need like I'm like looking away at the trailer. He probably tried to get in Madame Web. That's how bad things are for yeah, him right now. I know he's dead. He's dead on arrival. But I do. I, 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 yeah. I did watch that one movie though with him, and I mean it was so bad, but I oh, did have fun. Ch- cherry? Uh, no, it was the one where he was. Oh no, where he was Nathan um, Drake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What oh, was that? No, Uncharted. Yeah, I couldn't watch it. I, I mean, I had a lot of fun watching it. It was like watching a worse version of... Um, oh, the Tomb Raider movies? No, no, no. Like... What was the movie that um, had... the They stole the Declaration of Independence. That movie's way better. Yeah, it is. It was a worse version of that. Uh, National Treasure. <laughs> yeah, it was like... Yeah. Ma- it was, it the was same, worse. It was the same kind of shit as National Treasure, though. Like, <laughs> completely dumb and unbelievable, but, like, fun in, like, a just stupid way. Ooh. I thought it was tough, a tough watch. Yeah. Um, but also, I, I also think that the bigger problem with that movie is uh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Th- no one's career has washed up faster than his. Nathan, what are you doing? Is is we Mark gotta get Wahlberg, out of here? Who's older, Mark Wahlberg or Matt Damon? Oh, um, who's older? I think Matt Damon's older. I than think Mark. so too. It and like at this like point, it. Matt Damon's got way more in the tank than Mark Wahlberg. Oh yeah. I don't think like Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg's big thing now is like trying to God. be like super Christian on. He's on like wake Instagram. up early, grind, and then praise the Lord yeah. like always. And I'm like, <laughs> what was that? That was so weird. Uh, <laughs> He's like, gotta oh get God. up, slept in a little bit. It's only five forty-five. Time to praise the Lord like every day. <laughs> I'm like that was a bizarre message, man. It's like nice tank top, dude. Yeah. Um. No, <laughs> honestly, I don't think that Mark Wahlberg is capable. Of getting a HBO show, no, he he can't even get that like last ditch, you know, star in some True Detective spinoff type of deal. I think he's just beyond all that. He's really truly in just bad blockbuster mode. I don't know who would tie anything to him though. In at this point, like I really don't. I don't think he's like. So you know what time it is. Overrated, underrated? Yeah. Okay. Overrated, underrated, Mark Wahlberg. I, this is kind of actually interesting <laughs> because I he's pretty low rated. So, like, he might actually be overrated by the time we're done with this. He has done a lot of movies. Here we go. Oh, okay. Uh, real quickly, um, he was on uh, Entourage. Yeah, as a douchebag. Um, he's been on a lot of TV shows, too. Too many for me to look Skip at. Skip those, 100%. So, here we go. Um, he's in The, the Substitute. Okay. To start his career, Renaissance Man. Okay. Um, the Basketball Diaries. All right, starting to break a little bit. Uh, this is 93, 94, 95. One wow. movie a year. 96, he's in Fear. Okay, now we're talking. Um, his best movie so far is The Basketball Diaries. Uh, then he's and he in was a bit part. Traveler. Uh, we're in 1995. 1996, he does uh, just that movie. Uh, I'm sorry. 97, he did Traveler. Okay. 97, he also did Boogie Nights. Now he's That's now his he, first he big broke movie. Out. Yeah. That's 89. Dirk Diggler, f- great movie. Did you ever watch it? Yeah, we watched it together. Uh, on the, it was cool. Pod. It was you good. You didn't love it. I love it. I didn't love didn't it, but love I liked it. it. It was good. Okay. It was a good movie. Um, then he's in The Big Hit in 1998. All right. Uh, then he's in The Corrupter in 1999. Nope. Uh, still in 1999, 1999, he's in Three Kings. Great movie, and you haven't seen that. Never even heard of it. That's his best movie. Wow, it's so good. Three Kings is it's like an Iraq War movie. Okay, so good. Uh, then he's in two movies in two thousand. 
The Perfect Storm. Okay. Did a lot of money. Leo Handler. So I don't even know. Or no, Leo... The Yards. I'm sorry. He was Leo Handler in The Yards. Okay. Leo Handler that was in a The football Yards. Movie, right? It was a tiny movie, but he was in The Perfect Storm. It did decent in the in the theaters. That's too. Yeah, I think he's starting to peak here. Unfortunately for him. Okay. 2001. He does um, Planet of the Apes. Yeah. And Rockstar. Which Rockstar was only was bad. Rockstar was only played on VH1. <laughs> Actually, it was the first straight to VH1 uh, blockbuster movie. I mean, I, I think I've watched the movie like six or seven times. The on Tom VH1. Hanks one? No, Rockstar. It's him and Jennifer Aniston. Oh, and he's like in a he's in like like Steel Dragon or something. Oh no, it's pretty bad. Wow. It did have a big song in it though. Yeah, do you can you sing it for me? Uh, I can't remember it, mm. and I could I would sing it for you if I could remember it. Yeah, um, but I think you wouldn't because you wouldn't even sing the. <laughs> so now I'm like, why would you? Okay, so Rockstar and Planet of the Apes. That okay. was his 2001. 2002, he did The Truth About Charlie. I can't wait till The Happening shows up because we're going to know he really is hitting rock bottom All right. now. That's rock bottom. I mean, The Truth About Charlie was his only movie. It did $5.3 million and had a 27 or okay. 34 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yikes. Then he did, um, 2003, he did The Italian Job. It's okay. his only movie. That's not bad. That's That movie's pretty good. You got Don Cheadle, Charlie's Theron. Um, not bad. And then... When is he going to get to where he just takes over failing franchises? That's coming up. Yes. Okay. 2004, he does only I Heart Huckabees. There was one million people building that movie. It doesn't count. Okay. 2005, the only movie he does is Four Brothers. I think they thought this was going to be a big movie. It was a disaster. Three Kings. I'll take Three Kings over Four Brothers all day, every day. 2006, he's busy. He did two movies, Invincible and The Departed. So for him to be in a Scorsese movie was pretty crazy even at the time. And he had a pretty smallish part, but he delivered. I don't remember what was Invincible. Was that like a movie about a fighter or something? I literally don't remember either. And then The Departed. Was he big in The Departed? Was he a no, big character? He was, I think he was probably like third, fourth billing. That's got to be his best year, though. Yeah, maybe. I get that. 2007. Two movies. We Own the Night and Shooter. Yeah, both underwhelming. For sure. Yep. All right, here he goes. We were waiting for 2008. He does two movies, Max Payne and The Happening. I forgot that they even did a Max Payne. Did you ever play that video game on no, PS1? No, I didn't. Uh, the Happening got an 18 on Rotten Tomatoes, and Max Payne got a 16. All right. So now we're talking like, oh, wait a minute. He can't just make every movie successful? We're learning. Execs um, are learning. 2009, the only movie he did was The Lovely Bones. Um, It got a 31. Yeah, I didn't think it was that bad. I think it was that Guillermo del Toro. I don't know if it says, but... Anyways. 2010, he did four things, okay? Oh, boy. He did Date Night, The Fighter. Yeah. The Other Guys, and Jeez. The Invocation. Wow. So he was working hard there. The Fighter got a good review. That was probably his biggest like um, movie he did that was like uh, like acclaimed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he wasn't the first... You know, that was a Christian Bale vehicle there, but yeah. Yeah. Um, tw- he didn't make a movie in 2011. Okay. 2012, he did Contraband and Ted. Oh, okay. Both are bad. <laughs> I think Ted was at least considered like. Was like kind of funny it. at the yeah, time. Yeah. 2013, this is where he's like, wake up at 4 a.m. and oh, get yeah. to making he's- movies. <laughs> All right. So here he goes Broken City, Pain and Gain, Two Guns prisoners and lone survivor okay wow he's busy man broken Um, city pain and gain two guns pain and gain isn't bad he wasn't in prisoners he was an executive producer and then he was also in lone survivor okay um he probably made his most money that year but i don't know that he was in anything super memorable 2014 he did transformers age of extinction and the gambler okay now we're talking 2015. Getting into some trash. Wow, he's getting busy here. 2015, he did Entourage, the movie, Ted 2, Daddy's Home, and Mojave. Oh, my God. <laughs> mm, okay. 2016. All trash. He's in Deepwater Horizon and Patriot's Day. Both of them did pretty well. Yeah. And had good reviews. Okay. What was Patriot's Day? I think it was about the Boston massacre, or the Boston bombing at the... The run? The, the marathon? The, yeah, marathon. The Boston Marathon bombing. Didn't watch that. Um, 2018. But if it's like if it's like a shitty Boston movie, I, they're calling them. I get it. I see the trend. 2018, he did Mile 22 and Instant Family. Nope. 
Um, he didn't make a movie in 2019. In 2020, he was busy again with Spencer Confidential, Scoob, and Joe Bell. Oh, holy shit. Three for three duds. <laughs> 2021, the only movie he made was Infinite. Dud. Did you ever try to watch it? No, it got a 17. I think it went straight to uh, Apple Plus. It was really bad. 2022. Um, I actually watched the whole thing. My God. He made Uncharted. Horrible. Father Stew and Me Time. Nope. Me Time got a seven. <laughs> <laughs> and then 2023 he is in the family plan is that out yet <laughs> <laughs> it's december bro <laughs> and then it's december and then he's gonna be in 2024's arthur the king okay i'm uh, i'm wow. confident i'm confident with my overrated yeah oh he is overrated with the I fact that believed. he's famous is pretty wild to me this dude has done nothing in his career. He has been in everything that he was in that was good. He was a bit piece or a number two or a number three. Yep. And he, he thought he listened to a good director and they said, don't improvise. No, shut the stop. Don't even try that accent. Just do. Yeah. Just do this. Say it just like this. Ready? Okay. Action. He literally is. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think he's very overrated. Do you think he's a better or worse actor than The Rock? Worse. I think he might be better. I think he's worse. <laughs> I mean, and I mean that I mean that is a horrible insult. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's so bad and um also he's not very likable. No. And I think that, I think likeable. at one point he was likable. Yeah. But I think that that whole shtick got fucking old. Right. At this point the thing I know him best for is Wahlburgers. <laughs> I think Donnie Wahlberg is maybe more famous all of a sudden. I, I literally, I can't. I'm glad that we did that. He is, I, I don't know. You guys tell us. Listeners, tell us if we are wrong. If Mark Wahlberg is actually really cool and you love his, like, wake up and grind mentality and, like, he he played 36 holes of golf while you were sleeping. Yeah. Like, I need to he know. He wants also hate crime to Korean man and the guy lost his eye. No. Oh, yeah. No. Google that up. When? Google that like up. How long ago? I mean, when he was, like, you know, uh, 23 or something like that, when he was young. Yeah, yeah. What's better about him, Wahlburgers or Good Vibrations? <laughs> What's Good Vibrations? Da, 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 good, da, da, da. Was he in that? That's what his song. Oh, that was a solo da, Mark da, Wahlberg song? Da, da, da. Yeah, that was Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, wasn't it? Oh, no, that's better than for sure. Yeah, yeah, you know that's what I mean? the best thing That's like did. a good song. I mean, yeah. I like it if that's really him. I mean, now I have to look it up. Yeah, Good Vibrations, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Is that him? Jesus. Yeah, that's him. I didn't know he was black. He was like an underwear model and like a rapper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. It's a dope tune. Ooh. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's the best thing you ever did. Too long of an intro, though. I was just hoping to get to it. But yeah, he did that. Okay. Um, yeah. Probably right around the time of the Korean man. <laughs> that's probably what he did. All right, we got to move on. Um, next up, Fallout trailer. Sick. This actually looks really cool. It looks so good, dude. This looks really cool. It's coming out in April. We talked about this the other day. This could be a big show. I think it's. I think it has potential. Who, who has this? It's going to be on Amazon Prime because, you know, this is one of the many things that they've paid a million dollars. Well, that's so little money these days. They paid like billions of dollars in okay. IP, right? So I, I haven't played these games. And like, I, I think, I think I that's care. a place where I am behind. Like, I like video games. I do play video games, but I play so few of them. And you play the fuck out of them, though. I do. I like. Do I like them. if I get it. You're I like Ghosts of Tsushima. Yeah, I, I loved it. Played I it. Played the whole game. I played Red Dead to death. I play FIFA every year to death. But yes. I don't play a lot of games, so I don't know a lot of these franchises. I didn't know Last of Us. I don't know mm-hmm. Fallout. Right. Um. But I do know tons of people do like them, and I was. I felt skeptical about well, this show. Of course, you should be. I felt you know, skeptical. You assume it's going to be like a cash grab just for... I mean, just look at like Halo. They put a bunch of money oh. into Halo, and it was it's horrible. I mean, Halo... So, I couldn't get to the second episode. Yeah, I it watched looked, the It thing. looked so bad. It it's, looked like it looked like a college like class on like movie making <laughs> made Halo. That's what it really looked like to me. I would say that... 
I, I'm still I'm still cautious. I'm cautiously optimistic about this because even Fallout, I know everybody was obsessed. Or I'm, I'm sorry, not Fallout. I uh, The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. I know everyone was obsessed with it and was acting like it was like just absolutely the best of television. And I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. I did. I thought it was good. But I, I think that it was better because it wasn't going up against any other shows. It was like the only At show the in time. town. Yeah. Well, sure. and it was, it was good. I, I liked it. I will there watch season dry, two. Dry parts too. Yeah. I get it, it. Yeah. I will watch season two for sure. I'll watch season two on opening night. So I'm not trying to say it's a bad show, but I think these video game shows are tough because they have to pander to the video game audience so much. Like they're like, Oh yeah. If you think that's bad, you mm-hmm. don't even know what happened in the second game. Yeah. Well, that's like, people would say uh, Last of Us for sure. Yeah, I know. And so it's like, <laughs> I think sometimes they have to play to the story of the game more than I would like. And okay. I wish sometimes they just played to the universe and like maybe what those yeah, characters like would do. What people liked about it, yeah, which was I don't, exploring the universe as opposed to the I don't the story necessarily exactly. need the exact story that like someone who couldn't get a to writing me, credit on an FX show ooh. did for a video game. Ooh. I know. I think we're that's writers I think, again. I, I think that it. might be the issue, though. I think like we're really more like when I look at the talent of these studio execs that can identify the talent. I think yeah, man, project manage these of things. Course, of course, of course, of course, the, the studio <laughs> heads are the ones who need to be making the money. Yeah, <laughs> at least forty to eighty times more than the average writer. They're like, if um, you don't get me something <laughs> tomorrow that is a remake, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're fired. Oh uh, yeah, no, that's good. So I thought this this just looks incredible, and it you know, does they look didn't cool. give you a lot of the, you know, the, it's a post apocalyptic thing, and a lot of people were in like got into these. This company was like Vault Tech, yeah, and you could get in there, but they were a very evil company, and all the vaults had like horrible, weird setups in them. Do you know about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I, think I, I talked about it last week. I, I think it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be like a hard R rated quirky i think fun show do we know who's in it um i I, you know not a lot of people that like you'd you know big name actors okay i think they spend enough on the the ip on this one so that's okay too i don't i don't need there to always be something like i do think that there's something charming about a franchise starting with people who I'm going to identify as those characters. Yeah, like, I like that. I, I think like when you watch some of the great stuff, like I'm not saying every character will be perfect. Like I think if if Harry Potter could go back in time, they probably would recast Ron. Okay. I do. I think they probably would. I think he <laughs> yeah. was pretty average. That's, that's but, fair. But I mean like they nailed Daniel Radcliffe. They nailed um, I th- Emma I think Watson. They maybe hope that Daniel Radcliffe would grow would, up to be a slightly more handsome adult. Yeah, or taller. Yeah, that like they been were nicer. like, ah, oh, man, it like, is real hard to do this. He, he is five, five foot two, <laughs> and that is difficult. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're like, Emma, we JK need you to Rowling crouch. never mentioned that he was a tiny, tiny man. They're like, for the this movie, uh, Emma, every time you're in a scene with Harry, you're going to be sitting in a chair. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that, um, you know, I like when they can kind of create characters. I know Star Wars tries to do that every time. Like, they're right. like, Ray, we wouldn't pick a important person we're gonna make our new ray but i i do see the benefit to that as well so i don't i don't know i'm excited about this yeah i think uh, this is gonna be a cool show it looks good it looks great that was a really roundabout way for me to get to that it's just to be cool kind of be like I yeah, do care. i'm kind of excited <laughs> all right sandman is coming back does this do anything for you ah uh, i'll watch it um i didn't love it i didn't love it i thought it was a little bit abstract and confusing and, and difficult to adapt into a show uh, which it mostly worked, but yeah, I, I don't care too much. And honestly, I'll probably watch the entire next season, and I still won't care. I would say this show was brooding. It was, I, it was brooding. Brooding. This was show brooding. was. It was brooding. Like, it relied on like a lot of CG, but it didn't really try to be like realistic CG, which yeah. was probably good. It was like artistic paint swath CG type of deal. I right? think that the problem was is it was like it was like. Um, it was like a Dracula movie mixed with The Crow. You know, mm. it's how it kind of it was like so dark and like his narration and then I spent the next half of the episode being sad in a jar. <laughs> and I was like, God damn, dude. You didn't have to you could just He told wasn't me. a jar. <laughs> he was is it a big jar for like a long time? And he was just telling you about it forever. Yeah. And then I'm sorry, it should have been really cool when he went and saw Satan. 
but Satan was Brienne of Tarth, and that yeah. was <laughs> that was distracting. Distracting. I was yeah. like, whoa, <laughs> that was a weird choice. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I I I would say I probably won't watch this. Okay, I will. Okay, well, uh, will you watch the boys? Because the trailer dropped for season four. Of course, I'll watch it. Are Am you I, like, are you as excited? Are you as, as excited about it? Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm like three times more excited for the second half of season two of Invincible okay. than I am about season four of The Boys. I like The bit. Boys. I've seen these characters. I, I know what they are They do. They blow shit up. A lot of people die I, in interesting ways. I do not know where they can go. Yeah. With any of the characters. Like, like what's, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you what everyone's name is. Is his name Huey? Is that the guy's kid's name? Huey, yeah. Huey, what's he going to do? Is he going to be like angry and mad that everyone's not listening to him and he doesn't care if he dies because whatever, fuck Starlight it. Starlight doesn't like him anymore anyway. Yeah, and yeah. who cares because Starlight is a bitch and <laughs> he's not afraid of Homelander anymore. And like, yeah. I'm kind of over his shtick. And yep. Homelander, I think I've seen it all. I don't know what he can Not do. Not that he did it. Like, Anthony Starr has been brilliant. He's incredible, yeah. but I don't know where that character goes. Right. And then the character I'm the most tired about is Butcher. He went from the best character to the most tired character pretty fast. I know. I he's don't so know. so cool, but, like, you just can't drag that on forever. You can't drag it on forever, and now he has powers, and, like, I I don't know. I don't I, – I think, like, it got to the end of the episode, and I kind of felt – or the end of the season, I was mm-hmm. kind of like, I wish they would have just ended it here. Well, or just like if they had planned three seasons out, yeah, then it would have been probably the whole thing would have looked a lot different. It would have looked different, but it's just, just really like, like almost nothing has happened when you look back. Like there's these guys, they they don't have superpowers. They're against these corrupt guys that do have superpowers. Yeah, and that's kind of still where we're at. So I think what I would do here is I would completely change up the story. Completely, because I think it's yeah. getting. I'd say tired is the way I describe it. Did, did, so did I you have watch the trailer tells me they didn't do that. No, I think they won't. But what yeah. I would do is I would create a different enemy, mm. and this enemy would be like uh, some superheroes and some not version of Anonymous. Okay. So you know Anonymous, like the hacker group. Yeah. So this would be like an underground group. That is attacking what they feel like. Whether the we as the viewers can decide if they they are just in their their hatred or not, mm-hmm. as the worst parts of the world, which maybe is this corporation, maybe are some of these superheroes, right. and they are this underground group that is maybe extreme. They have a couple soups on their side, yeah, and they are getting this propaganda out to the world that this company's evil, that all of these superheroes are really evil. But their ways might be so extreme and violent that you that, cannot. They that you are also clearly the bad guys. Too, you also yeah. can't really get on their side. And so maybe someone like Homelander has to make some decisions about like, what does he actually want to do? Does he actually want to be this hero? Maybe add some of that gray area of like who's good and bad on the characters we already know. That would be good because be nice. I think that would be more fun than them being like, and then the old dead superhero wasn't actually dead, and he's back, and he's. Yeah, well, I mean, they're going to continue with Soldier Boy for sure. Yeah, so. I don't know. Overall, right. I'll watch it, but I'm feeling worried about it. You need to watch Invincible. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing Invincible is like must-watch television. That's so. great. All right, um, and then there is a show we got another trailer for called Mr. Bertram. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bertram. Yeah, I don't know. This is this is. Let me pull up the cast list while you attempt to describe this thing. I mean, I would this say is a that product of, you know, it's a reaction to really like right wing people that are apparently frustrated that all the entertainment makes fun of them. Yes, <laughs> I, I would uh, say that this yeah. this whole thing is going to be like someone sat down in a room and they were like, all right, guys, are you ready for this? It's family guy, but it's not woke. Yep. Is like what they for sure said. They were like, you want to know what I'm sick of? Woke shows. So this is going to be like family guy. Just as funny, if not more funny, but like with actual funny people. But it's these people. It's unfortunately these people. And you got Adam Carolla. As a, oh. as a writer producer and who was falling off. So remember, far. remember when he was on the Man Show and yeah, then he didn't good. do it. Jimmy Kimmel. Look at Jimmy. Jimmy and then Kimmel's Jimmy crushing. Kimmel went one way and Adam Carolla yeah. went the opposite way. They did, they did. And then you got, um, you know, super big stars like Megyn Kelly. You got oh. Candace Owen. Oh, you got uh, Roseanne Barr. 
you got um, Rob Riggle, which I'm kind of unfortunate to see Rob Riggle mixed up in this bunch. <laughs> it doesn't. You got it makes Patrick sense. Patrick Warburton. It makes sense. I don't even know who that is. Patrick Warburton. You don't remember? You remember? For, uh, that's a really bad impression. But he was uh, like on Seinfeld, and he's got like the super deep voice. I feel like James Woods is next. Yeah, James Woods is dead. <laughs> is he? Yeah. <laughs> But okay. his son is 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 still alive, I think. So. All right. Um. But yeah, no. I you know this he this is, it's just gonna like is not this, even be a thing. Like this it's, is the tw- there's 20... a season made, but it's just gonna like be one season. That's it. I just can't believe that they decide to name it Mr. Bertram, um, instead of uh, where are they now? 2017 Trump's cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I yeah, I literally couldn't hate watch this show. It's going to be so not funny. I don't know what network it's going to be on. It's going to be it's on. Really been it's on. Up. You know, it's on that network. Newsmax. Or Newsmax. Or whatever oh. it is. Whatever that like, like wow. the one that's like Fox News is a bunch of liberal pussies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And you know that's trouble. So yeah, I actually watched the full trailer for this, and there wasn't a single joke in there that was remotely funny. It was just trying to be like pronouns. Pronouns are for fucking idiots. Like, okay, I get it. You, those are the things you hate. I feel like Mr. Bertram Here's... is going to be the Peter Griffin yeah. of our show. Yeah. Oh. So, anyways, I might need to watch. it. I don't think we. I, I think out of curiosity, I might. I might maybe. need to watch it. I might need to like tune in. Like, I have to like. I think I have to. Well, see I try. It. I mean, just in a very quick side note. Speaking of just alt alt right media, I did attempt to watch the fall of Minneapolis. And we don't want to get into this too much, but um, Alpha News, far right weirdos created this. Liz Collins, uh, if you remember her, I think it's Liz Collins. Um, she was like a local reporter in Minneapolis, and she's married to um, uh, what's his name, um, Bob, Bob Craig. Um, I you're not going to get me to help you. I don't know. I'll come up with that later, but he, okay. you know, he was like the the police union boss, yeah, and um, he, so it's like inherently just so biased, and I I couldn't get through it because the thing starts out with the full, not even the full video. They edit a little bit of these body cams of George Floyd's arrest, and going right up into everything, but they stop it periodically to be like, he had all these priors. Then they continue, um. You know, they found a marijuana pipe in his pocket. Dun, 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 dun. It's like the officer told him to, you know, put his hand behind his back. Like, yeah, I've watched the video. It's fucking horrifying. It's a murder on tape, dude. I don't know. Like, you can put whatever facts you want around it. It's just insanely, like, crazy. Right-wing. I think that and the- just the idea that Minneapolis somehow has fallen it's just like a fantasy of people that live in that are right wing people that live in the suburbs. Minneapolis is awesome. Minneapolis is a great is awesome. place. It's a great place of culture and food. Sometimes good sports. There's all <laughs> kind right. kinds of fun there. I'm telling you guys, I've been going to Minneapolis for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Downtown Minneapolis to eat, to attend concerts and uh, games and events, and it's always fun. And I always. Like, I'm really confused when people are like, I don't even feel safe going to Minneapolis yeah. anymore. I'm like, maybe you need to practice driving on one ways. Yeah. Because that's the most difficult part about being in Minneapolis. It is a great place. It's a great city. Yeah. I think it's the most underrated city in America. And I am not here for any of this bullshit. Yeah. Minneapolis, it's- I'm sorry. Like, just say... You don't have to say Minneapolis is fallen. Just say, nah, I'm racist. Yeah. no, That's exactly. all you got to say. I don't need to hear it. Minneapolis is a great place. It's a beautiful city. And I'm sorry, when people are like, there's crime in Minneapolis. Dude, look at the places in the country with the most crime. Yeah. Minneapolis is not on that list. I know. Like, it's people true. got murdered in Minneapolis. It's like, well, you know, carjackings are up or car sto- car thefts are up. Cool, it's like you have they're insurance. Up, but not as much as they're up everywhere else. Hey, it's a trend. This? I don't know. How about this? Um, uh, people get murdered in Minneapolis. Jim, you lived in a nice neighborhood on a golf course growing up, and multiple <laughs> people got murdered on your street. <laughs> street in Andover? <laughs> like, people get murdered know, in the my, world. It's bullshit. Minneapolis, yeah, two doors down was somebody that killed their girlfriend in Andover, and then four houses down is... a. One of the most horrific things it happened later after we'd moved out, but one of the kids that I grew up with killed yeah. somebody, killed the and child. is in prison yeah. to this day. Yeah, so, and like and like uh, I'm sorry, yeah. 
It happens. It, it's and, horrible. And and to me, like I just I'm just not here for the Minneapolis slander. So me, I will not be watching this because I don't want to give them I do it, and a single. I tried, but I'm like it is so ridiculously biased that I it's like from the even the name of the fucking thing, you just know who it's for and what it's going to be about. So anyway, hey, if if you are if you're mad right now, if you're shaking mad, and you're like these guys are idiots, they don't know what they're talking about. I will meet you in Minneapolis and have a drink with you. I like that. I will meet you in Minneapolis for a drink, and yep. you just let me know. Tell me and all my fucking tell me boys are gonna pull you. up and jump you, <laughs> <laughs> steal your fucking car. Let me know if that's you and you you're you're not feeling Minneapolis and you're scared to go there. I will go with you. We'll go with you. We'll yeah, have I'll, a great I'll go time. Too. I like we'll have that. a great time, and yep. we will show you how beautiful of a city it is. And we will try and some of the finest. Maybe cuisine. you change your mind about some things. Maybe we change our mind about some things. Uh, you know, and and that's fine. But don't be afraid of it, and don't just talk shit from south dakota yeah we don't because you do know that. you don't know anything about it what's going yeah. on so yeah people who are like um, i was there man we, we were living in minneapolis through all of that so yeah. it, you know of course it was scary and traumatic and, and dramatic and it was also important and yeah anyways let's move on buddy all right let's move on here we go uh what about this futuro uh furiosa yeah mad max we got our first trailer of that well, people were kind of uh, not as excited about it as I thought they would be. You know, it's going to be weird. Did we think it wasn't? Did we? I mean, we just watched Fury Road and we loved it. I love it. It's so I, I try to describe it as um, everything in the movie made me uncomfortable and nothing felt good to look at, but I couldn't look away. Yeah. And I think that is a true brilliance of all of it. Like it is it gave me feelings that I wasn't used to having. And I think that that is as cool of a compliment as I could give to yeah. a movie. I, you know, we loved it. It's a very unique movie. And I think that people's complaint about this was that they, they clearly could identify CG. You know, they said they looked at a shot and said, hey, that's CG. And I think the idea was that, you know, the first one used no CG. It was all these practical effects. And they did a lot of stuff in that desert, and it was incredibly dangerous, and a lot of people, like, got very hurt. And I'm not really surprised that they don't go right back to that. And at the same time, every single shot in the movie had some CG in it. That's what uh, the the creator has said, too. It's like, you know, there was CG in every shot. We just did a lot of stuff, too. So there's going to be some CG+. Plus, Dude, you got six months till the thing comes out. They're, this is when they work on CG. Yeah. So they're hyping the movie. They want it to be an art house movie like the first one was and the blockbuster because the first one is nominated for Best Picture and all that. I think that it is crazy to think, though, like we imagine that when they're ready to put out a trailer that it's a finished product, but it definitely is far from. Think about like Rogue One. Do you remember we saw that trailer? There was shots in that trailer that n- have never been seen in the light of the di- uh, light of day. Really? Uh, I didn't absolutely. know that. Oh, know yeah. That. Like, there's some, some interesting things. Like, when you compare the finished product of Rogue One versus the trailer, um, and then, you know, in general, a lot of uh, the stuff for Infinity War and Endgame, they created shots just for the trailer. And really? they change a lot of things. Yes, absolutely. Like you can go through. Like I know you like deep dives on YouTube. Yeah, there's yeah. your next one. There we go. Um, you know, so uh, this doesn't represent the final movie. Um, I think it's hilarious that they took Chris Hemsworth and gave him a big ugly fake nose. That's hilarious to me. <laughs> you got, but that's what they did with James Hardy. They took this beautiful rugged face. Yeah, big star of your movie, and they put him in a mask the whole time. Yeah, I think they're still on on brand here, you guys. I, I think, think so. Too. I think it's ready to I, go. I have Frank faith. Miller's a, a boss. Dude. I think it's going to be really cool. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to keep the faith on this. Um, and then also we got this news. We've heard a lot about maybe Robert Downey Jr. possibly coming back to Marvel. Um, it's come out that no way he's done forever. Yeah. Do you think this is real, or well, you think I mean, they're Feige trying to said it? And I, I, I actually happen to think that he's saying it as like, you guys, we have to love what we have. Yeah. In Marvel, and we're not getting Robert Downey Jr. back. Remember, we we killed him. Um, and they're like, and, hey, you, know, you remember that? And then they're like, hey, you remember that guy who played Ron Weasley? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's coming in to them. He's MCU. In. He's, he's gonna be. He's gonna be Groundhog Boy, and uh, <laughs> he's gonna be the most important part of the Avengers. Never no, heard he, of him. He's gonna be. <laughs> he had a he had well, a 20, 20 comic book run in the. He's 70s. gonna be Wolverine, old, <laughs> yeah. old Wolverine. <laughs> he's gonna be old and excuse me, old and sick, and not really into it. But uh, he's gonna lead our movies from now on. 
He's no, saying it's too Bob. Batman. He's saying Bob in a British accent. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Boba. <laughs> All right. Uh, Harry, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Robert Downey Jr. though not He's coming back. But out. hey, we're we're not done talking about Robert Downey Jr. today. So okay, give us yeah, a little bit of time. Yeah, we got. All right. Finally, um, what's up with the time person of time person of the year? So I, <clears throat> there's three nominees right now, and I'd like you to. See if you can somehow guess two out of the three. If you can get one, I'd be impressed. So this is 2023. Um, Who do you think the three nominees for person of the year could be? (laughs) I mean, I think I think one of them. I'm surprised you're not just shouting out right away. What line? Who had the biggest music tour of all time? Taylor Swift. Okay, so Taylor Swift is up there. Okay, it has to be Taylor Swift. I can't imagine Taylor you, Swift owned twenty twenty three. And now let's think about some, another one. And this is this is they don't have to be a good or bad person, right? Like okay. Trump is one when everybody hated him. Yeah. Um, who do you think in twenty twenty three? Elon Musk. No, but okay. that that would have been. I think they're just afraid to give that man attention at this point. Yeah. So no, he would love it. Putin is up there. Oh, okay. and Barbie. Okay, I wouldn't have got Barbie. No, I could, you maybe you could Barbie. have gotten Putin at some point. But yes, like, so those are the three. Taylor Swift is the person of the year. Yeah. It's not close. Let's it's go with not something close. Positive. Barbie would be a silly answer. Like hey, give it to a, I don't a person. That. Don't give it to give a real to person. Mattel. No, as like yeah, Mattel's a company. Really crushing yeah, it. Yeah, this <laughs> company had a sick year. Wow, what a year for a corporation. Yeah, don't love. No, that. it's Taylor Swift. Um, love her or hate her. I don't really know how you could hate her. Most she's, streamed she's, artist in Minneapolis or in Minnesota. Yeah, she's I mean, not a surprise. She is. Um, she's like LeBron if LeBron was way more popular in the world. Um, but but like the same level of like no mistakes. Yeah, I know. I, I did hear people being like, man, this is some bullshit from Taylor Swift. A fan died from thirst at her concert in a different country because they wouldn't let her there. in. I'm like, how is that on her? Like, what do we expect from these people? Like, they're not. If the Travis King Scott of- makes a great album, I'll listen to the hell out of it. I'm waiting. Travis for that Scott again. didn't mean for anyone to die. I know. Like, I'm you sorry. Know what the like, fuck was going on? In there? Accidents happen, and like, that's a fact. It's not everybody's fault because they were. Nobody there. canceled the Rolling Stones when like fucking three yeah, like, people burned alive. People or some died shit. and got crushed in the the Hell's Angels for their security. <laughs> Not good. Not Everyone good, was Bob. like, they're rock stars. And they're like, uh, greatest rock band in the world. Yeah, they're like, they're rock stars. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> of course that's what happens. Exactly. What do people think? They were taking a risk. Yeah. These guys sold their soul to the devil and dated. I like, saw a pretty good meme the other day. It was like, wow, they called uh, my coworker a rock star. And yet, I'm the one who shows up drunk every day. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, exactly. That's what a rock star is. Um. Yeah, okay. I don't think it's close, so I'm going T-Swift on that. Okay. All right, time for Hot Rex and Not Rex. Now, Plenty of stuff now. I can't believe the end of the year is coming together like this for us. Yeah, there's some good stuff on. So I, I don't want to go into depth in this because we've talked about it for two weeks. Mm-hmm. But I do just want to see, as you've kind of been catching up, um, Murder at the End of the World, where does this rank in the best shows on TV right now? Um, I think it's, you know, two, three right in there. I think it's good. I'm enjoying it. Um, you think there's better shows out right now than it? I think Fargo is a little bit more... Okay like artistic and interesting okay um but i've only seen a few episodes of that so i don't know but luckily we're gonna get to watch most of this before we do our nordies yes but i do think both of them are gonna have a spot in our top 10 which so is i'm great. watching we'll talk about fargo here next i'm watching both of them i think i like murder at the end of the world more but i'm coherent. really yeah i get it but i'm really enjoying both of these yeah i think these are two really good shows and it's fx and fx yeah Yes, of wow. course it is. Wow. Of course it is. FX owning. I know. The end of the they year. They just have good fucking original content. I, I love I it. I think these are the two best shows on TV by some distance right now. Maybe sure. there's something else on. I I don't think anything can compete with these. Yep. Um I I mean, sticking on murder at the end of the world. I think that this is like one of the better mysteries I've watched on television. That's in great. some time, I think that they've done that really well. I mean, this show is Girl with the Dragon Tattoo meets um, uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. It really on is TV. Girl with the Dragon <laughs> Tattoo. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to say one of those like show like like um uh the what's the meal one where they had to go 
They had the, the meal, the meals, the, meals on wheels. No, the the one with Ray Fiennes, and he had the, you had to go there and eat from the most famous chef. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, was the, the menu? The menu? Yes, yes. The menu. It's okay. kind of like the menu meets yeah, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah, because it's got that aspect of people isolated in a in a group, and they've been like yeah, curated these isolated and, yeah. people that are expecting this crazy experience mm-hmm. and then weird shit starts happening and there's like this kind of whodunit kind and of feeling to it. And there's a whole layer of who really are these people. Yes. Yes. So that, okay, so the menu meets Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. That's I how I'm that feeling. I really like sense. it. So then we Good can show. move on to Fargo. Fargo. It's been three episodes. Uh, first two really strong. The third more of a setup, I think. But dude, I'm loving the play on the formula that Fargo has. From yes. They took... You know, these bits and pieces from kind of like character archetypes, and then they just mix them up into a different new bundle, right? You got like the absolute creepy, like murderous, cold-blooded psycho guy yes, or girl. That was, you know, they've had a bunch of examples of that in the past. Billy Bob Thornton did a great one in the first season, right? So you get that, and then you get this kind of like Minnesota hero, right? Marge, Marge, right? You know, Marge Gunderson in the first one. In the movie, and you got that. You got it. You got it all mixed up into a big new bundle. It's back in Minnesota, Scandia, Minnesota, right outside of uh, kind of by Forest Lake. Um, That's exciting, it. dude. In the first episode, you know that Jason guy. Yeah, Jason TV local guy. He's he's on the fucking show. I love it. Like they're getting the details. I, I think it's cool. So here's what I would say. Um, I like who's who's doing a great job. So I think that the two best people, obviously the main girl, she, I think her name was Keely on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, uh, she's got a really interesting name. But what's the, what's the show that I'm thinking of? Ted Lasso. Yeah. She's from Ted Lasso. I really think she's been killing it. She's great. Yeah. I think and, she's been killing it on this. I love her And anybody her that says that her accent is too much, just remember a couple things about this show. One, she's literally a British person. Yes. Okay, so she's doing a very small dialect from the States. Nobody cares but us about the accent. Minnesotans care. Everyone else they is just... All, everyone and, else thinks we talk like that. And we I don't do. Even think, I don't even think people... We fucking do, especially I, after we drink the beers. I don't even think, to be honest with you, I don't think that anyone else in the country is like, wow, that's an exaggerated accent. No, they think that's like everybody they've ever met. Because I, yeah. dude, I went to school in Florida... And everyone thought I had a ridiculous accent. And I probably did. Every I time I've now, traveled so. to anywhere else in the country, people like laugh when yeah. I say stuff. So, so just look in the fucking mirror right if you're here. from Minnesota and you think that you somehow don't have an accent. I'm like, oop. <laughs> oh, hey now there. So, but dude, I, the show is is violent. It's mysterious. It it's is. got characters I love and hate. Yes. Um, like I really like the, the kind of evil assistant to like that mastermind, the kind of woman, the rich woman. Yes. What about, what about John Ham? John Ham's great. Double nip pierced. Why are his nips pierced? Cause he's a, a weirdo, a total like I mean, he's, power hungry he's, weirdo. He's awesome in this show, yeah. but like what, why are his nipples pierced? No, I, I, they I like think, to do quirky details. That's I, I like point. him a lot. I think and then they never draw attention to it. They're never going to add, they're never going to have a scene about why his nipples are pierced. I think he's having the time of his life on the show. It's one of the coolest things he's ever done. I think he's having the best time playing this character. Yeah. I think he's really into it. I don't know. It feels like they got a little of their magic back. Yeah. They got some mojo back, took a little time off. You know, really departed with some kind of like Kansas City 1960s gangster thing. And then they went to this and they're like, let's yeah. get back to the root. So Fargo's a wreck. I, I'm really liking it. I think it has the potential to be maybe like third best season ever, maybe second best season. Can you rate them? Can you can you do that? Yeah, without, of course. Like... It'd be number two by a, with a bullet. Yeah. I love season two, one of my favorite TV series of all time or seasons. And then um, probably three, one. Four is way down there, and then five is five is is well we don't know right. So that's well, where, where are you thinking? Where are you leaning? Right I'm now? leaning it like two five one three four. Two five two one, three, five four. one three four. Wow, let's go! It's exciting because it's fun, dude. These it's are like, there's some good TV. We were we've been complaining for months about television, and now we're getting to this point. And now it's like there's Murder things. The world. We got Fargo. There's yeah. things I'm like excited, like like I every week, you know, my wife's like, "Hey, when can we watch Murder at the End of the World?" And nice. I'm like, I'm like, not. Look, you just said the magic words, That's and I'm so- like, not now. 
I'm not in the right mindset for that. <laughs> it's not dark enough outside. It's not dark. I am a little We're cooking. Hungry. We can't like. Yeah, I'm like there can't be any issue going on that could possibly distract me from this show right now. Yeah, I love and that. I think Fargo is is right there with it. So I think these are like Nordy nom level shows. I that's exciting. That is exciting. Okay, uh, how about Bookie? So I just watched one episode. I finally remembered his name, Sebastian Matascalo. Right, so. It's a little bit like um, kind of boomer humor, a little bit, or boomer humor. I don't know which one I want to say, but it's kind of like, you know, his whole shtick is like, eh, the world is changing. I don't know if I like it. Like, that's his whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah, that's how yeah. it's always been. Yeah. So it's got some of that. But I think it's like kind of a charming show. He's a bookie, and, you what's, know, wait, what's he's it in California. It's on HBO. Okay. It's a new, it's an original HBO show. And we don't get a lot of those these days. So I thought I'd check it out. I liked it enough. I'll probably watch another episode or so. I don't think I can give it a wreck at this time. It's just like, it's a little bit too much. You know, he gets like, he goes to collect on a debt. And this big dude that he was expecting to see at this restaurant has transitioned to a, uh, a woman. And while they didn't like overtly make fun of, her pronouns, it was all big joke how he got beat up by a girl this time. You know, it's just yeah. like, eh, I get it. But, like, you're kind of trying to do that for a certain audience. So I don't know if I love yeah. that part. I don't know. Uh, it's got some potential. I wanted to at least check it out. I could work on my Sebastian Montescalo impression for next week. A little you bit need better. to. Yeah, you need thank to. You. Thank you. All right. Uh, I watched, this is a real quick wreck. Um, I watched uh, Haunting, Haunting in Venice. Okay. I don't know. Tina Fey is the only person I know in it. I don't know the other people in it. I couldn't recognize anyone. <laughs> um, this movie I thought was like a scary movie. I thought it was going to be like kind of like a mer- like a horror mystery. Yeah. And it was like about a seance, and there was going to be all this like spooky stuff because right. that's what the whole trailer was. That's what the trailer looked. The like. trailer. This movie was like three minutes of that. Everything you saw in the trailer was <laughs> the entirety of all of the spooky stuff, and then it was just a whodunit, but in the most boring, boring possible way. This movie. I would say that the best part of this movie is that if I needed to get sleep, I would have watched this movie because I oh. fought sleep the whole time. Wow. This movie stunk. It's uh, it's a definite not wreck. Do not watch this movie. <laughs> hey, we have to have those two. We have two. to have those two. Because sometimes you just want to steer people away from I'm trying things. to tell you, if you are sitting around, oh, should we watch this? I saw that trailer. It looks spooky. Uh, hey, you spooky. saw all the spooky parts. This movie was dull as could be. <laughs> Sleepy right. ass movie. All right. Well, all hey, right. but... Once again, if you want to get to sleep, now you have a movie to watch. Take you right there. And here we go. I got one thing. I got one thing that I want to yeah. add that I, I didn't mention earlier. Um, I don't know how many people listening or Eric, if you like a lot of animated shows, you really, you know, you have a couple you like. But there's one on HBO right now. It's called Scavengers Rain. Have okay. you seen it on your queue at all or no. anything? Haven't been tuning in to Max much. It's like a you know a, a big sci-fi show. It's 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 completely animated. It's violent as hell. It's for you know it's an, an adult show. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. I've never seen more creative, you know, alien creatures than in this show. Okay. I mean, not that. Well, I have. I mean, I, the most beautiful I've ever seen are like the Avatar girls, which I'm totally into. <laughs> totally. Into is that those. why? Is is that why it's your computer screen back? <laughs> Lock yeah. screen is yes, Avatar exactly. Girls. Yeah, um, yeah. That's that's is that why you know, it's my it's my is top, that why it's you my got top so, porn category? Okay, yeah. Is that why you got so into um, Avatar fanfic? <laughs> you ever heard of <laughs> of uh, Navi seventy five? No, I haven't. That's me. I haven't even watched Avatar. That, that's me. All right, so, but this show is, I mean, I just mean creative and really cool animation and, like, really cool, like, storytelling of this crew that got, you know, a ba- like, marooned on this alien planet, and there's not a ton of dialogue. It's mostly they you kind of learn what's going on through just watching. It's It's a very, very creative and cool show. So it's a little bit more niche, but it's like 22 minutes per episode, and I think there's 12 episodes. I have two more left, and I'm like actually excited to go watch the rest of it. So um, as far as a little bit of a different wreck, Scavenger's Reign on HBO is really, really cool. There you go. 
Okay. And now continue. All right, friend. here we go. So it's time for Tis the Season Seasons. for a Rewatch. I couldn't even keep up with you. There we go. Wow, that was There we go. So it's time. Rewatch. I mean, unbelievable. Rewatch. Good job. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. So here we go. We watched Gremlins. We went a little outside the box. I think that's our goal. On yeah. This. We're trying to do Christmas, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Christmas adjacent. Yeah. It's like, Christmas adjacent. Did so. they mention Christmas at any time in yeah. the movie, Christmas movie? Um, so we watched Gremlins, and I had never seen this movie. Okay. Uh, Which is, every, I think, why I was so excited for you to see it. Everybody rates this movie very highly. Yeah. Every list about Christmas movies has Gremlins in their top five. Which is So this seemed like I, I like had, this is like must watch. Right. And it's also sort of like... You know, this is Spielberg produced, and it's, you know, it was written by, um, gosh, I have the notes. I got to pull those up while you, while you, maybe you take it away for a minute on your first thoughts while I pull up. Okay. I, I wanted to like this movie. I did. I appreciate that. Um, I tried. I, the fact that I didn't tap out and quit is, is a real testament. Bro, (laughs) I almost quit too. This movie is so. I think was the worst movie we've ever watched. <laughs> <laughs> this it movie, was one hundred percent nostalgia, zero percent any fucking good. I was like huffing and puffing in anger watching this movie. I just was like, ugh, like I just kept doing that. Um, I don't remember a lot of this. Now, here's what I want to say: a couple things that I thought about this movie. One, the Gremlins. Who thought this was a good idea? Like, what character here made a good choice? Yeah, I just kept being like, "Have we never watched a movie?" Yeah, like I know this is going to go poorly. <laughs> they turned into like cocoons. I'm like, "Did you watch Alien? <laughs> yeah, right. It wasn't out yet, but <laughs> well, I th- that's better. where they got the idea for Aliens." Oh no, I, this was out after Aliens. No, this sure. was like 1984. Alien, Alien was like 81 or something. You think? Yeah, it was that old. Yeah. Oh, they copied that. Thing. They did. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Here's my other thing. The gremlins were like causing havoc. One, how did they have so much knowledge about human stuff? Well, <laughs> like, where did they get guns? Why they were they knew how to play poker they, instantly? They, they were they doing only do human everything. things. Which I mean, some of it was sort of funny, but it really wasn't. Though. But mostly, I, I I thought it was either stupid or racist. <laughs> <laughs> Then <laughs> most things that are racist are stupid. Then, so I think that was pretty good. Uh, beyond that, um, I thought some a lot of the of sexist stuff. Some of the yeah. human deaths I did appreciate. The woman going up the stairs on the thing it was pretty good. Was great. And that I was, don't even remember how they did. Did you see them like crossing a wire or something? Like they know how to rewire things to oh like rig them. They were I mean, spending. Some, so I mean, smart. how about when they rewired the stoplight so people would just crash? Yeah, that was great. They just knew everything instantly. They knew everything. But what I will say is that they were so scary, supposedly. But like the kid's mom handled them. I, you know what was so funny about that scene? So she goes up, and she sees that they're hatched. Yeah. And then she goes downstairs. She sits and on the stairs. And this is after, like, they're, they're pets, right? She sits on the stairs for, like, three straight minutes. Like she, Then she goes down, and she sees them, you know, mess around in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, they look creepy, admittedly, yeah. okay? They look creepy. She instantly blends one, yeah. s- kills another with a knife, <laughs> and then microwaves a third. Yeah. We don't even know if they're dangerous yet. No, she's... she She's a straight killer. Yeah, she showed up on, like, if they weren't bad, they are now. Mo. And then later, three people couldn't take on one of them. Oh, I mean, she... Like, like I, I spent my whole time watching the movie thinking, like, how many of them could I kill by myself? A lot. If I had a baseball I bat, I think weak. I could kill 200 of them. Like, their biggest thing would be, like, they'd scratch you a little bit like a cat. Yeah, like a I would be, I mean, I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't get out unscathed, but I think... I think I would be, like, really freaked out by them and not fight them. I think, I think if I had to, like, gross. if it was in my room and I had no way to get away and I had, like, a baseball bat or even just, like... A pencil? Yeah, like, any <laughs> weapon, I think I could take on maybe 8 to 10 at a time. Oh, I mean, no these things were way. not tough. I mean, if you just pulled very spindly, I think if you grabbed one of them by both arms, you could just like pull them apart. I think you probably. Could. I mean, these things were like they were like cats. They're spindly. They're yeah. like cats with bigger claws and like a bad attitude. Yeah, <laughs> and really fucking smart. <laughs> I just thought this movie. I don't. 
I don't even know. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. I watched the whole I movie. Mean, so, uh, so Kathleen Kennedy, also who's quite famous in Disney now, produced it with Spielberg. Chris Columbus, who did all the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. You know, the early ones. Yes. Anyways. Yeah. He, he wrote it. And then Joe Dante directed it, who had some hits in his day. But um, I mean, but at least we can agree that this was very much a Christmas movie. This was a Christmas movie. Full of Christmas music, all about, you know, over the big action happens on Christmas Eve, as they always do. Definitely a Christmas movie. So we nailed that part. Uh huh. And did you think that the, the Mogwai was cute? Oh, very. And did you think that the Gremlins had a cool design? Mostly okay, so that was good. I think that's. I think. I mean, that, I, those I, were I'm the not going to give. I, I'm not going to give this movie as bad of a score as I would like to. A lot of people died. Oh, I mean, it was. They it was, killed the the teacher. I wrote it. Yeah. That that drunk guy and his wife. Yeah. Uh, Miss Deagle with the chair who yep. totally deserved oh, it. Great move though. The Santa guy died. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, and then even more. And by the way, it, it, this is a kids movie, right? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know who this movie was for. I don't know who it was. Was this a grown-up movie? Was this a horror movie? They was this a children's say, movie? And then, remember, like, Phoebe, that was the most unhinged part. We finally find out why, like, the 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 girlfriend, who was really cute, by the way. Phoebe Cates yeah. was mm-hmm. so fine at that time. She's like, the reason I don't like Christmas is because my dad got stuck in the chimney for five days and his rotting body was up. Remember that? Yes. Like, that is the most fucked up part ever. Why'd they even add that? They added that any in kid, there. Any kid left this and movie And they go, scarred. and that's how I found out that Santa wasn't real. And I'm like... Is this a kid's movie? It's like, well, I thought it was a kid's movie. Now, why are you saying that? that this way- movie was completely and totally unhinged. I didn't know who it was for. I don't think they knew who it was for. No. What was it rated? I don't know. I think, I think it I think was rated PG, PG. Probably PG, but they had like shit and asshole and a I, lot of brutal. I mean, you know, that's how they used to be. But This movie was not for for anyone. That's what I would say. No. They it, made a kid's movie for grownups, but it wasn't really made for anyone. I thought this movie was bad. Bad. Um, I'm going to give this movie as kind of a score as I can give, and that is a 46. You know what? That is actually kind. Mm-hmm. And I gave it. I gave it a Christmas movie score, mm-hmm. and I gave it a 55. <laughs> Christmas movie we score. We did not like this movie. We didn't. This movie was bad. This movie was the hardest movie to get through that I've I watched in a and while. As I was watching it, I yeah. was like, you know, after the gremlins come about, it loses. It's not interesting anymore. No. Really. No. And 20 minutes into that, I'm like, I want to shut this off, and Eric is going to be so pissed at me. <laughs> no, not pissed. It's for the content. We're it's here for, for the, the people. It's for the content. But do, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We're watching watch. all of it, so it so, was a tough watch. We're going to go another Christmas adjacent, though, yeah. which I'm excited about. Where are we going? Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. I've never heard of it. I can't wait. Robert Downey Jr. I like RDJ. I told you, like I a, told you he was coming back. Yeah, he's coming back. So, um, I'm excited about this one. Watch this one with us. It's probably, it may be a movie you've never heard of, a movie you forgot about, but it's kind of good. Like, I, I, well, I thought that I kind of hyped up Gremlins too, but we're going to see on this one, man. I, I'm excited about this one. Okay, so watch it with us. We're watching these Christmas and Christmas adjacent movies, <laughs> um, which I do think is fun. Um, but yeah, that's really all the time we have on this episode. Go back, check out our sports cast. Otherwise, Thank you guys so much for hanging out with your best friends here at the Nordies Podcast.